Hi everyone, welcome back to the Caffeinated Bangal podcast. My name is Pallavi and I am the host of the podcast. So this is just a bonus episode. It's going to be a quick one and I just had the idea to do this um this morning and kind of recorded because I think it is important to talk about it and from the title you can tell that I'm going to be talking about voting and the election and just like how I'm feeling because the US election is less than a week away. I think it's a very relevant topic to cover and talk about. So I'm in a very chill setting. I'm sitting on my floor with my blanket, um drinking some coffee I made, um some gummy bears. It's like 7:30 p.m. and so it's just a vibe. Um it will be a solo episode me just chatting through things and hopefully I don't have to edit anything out um if unless I like fumble or something, but It's going to be a quick one, but a really important one. And then in the show note descriptions, I'll just have some resources that you can read up on a little more. But we are very close to the election, so here we go. Um, before we get into any of the details, I want to start off by just giving a disclaimer that I am not a U.S. citizen. I currently live in the U.S., but I'm not a U.S. citizen. I'm here on a student visa. I came here in 2016 um to do my undergrad degree. I'm done with that and now I have my work authorization here and I work my job. So I can't vote here. Um my voting rights are in India. I've never voted in India because I moved out of there when I was 18 and so when the election happened after that, I was in the US so I wasn't able to vote. So I haven't voted in like a governmental election ever. So I'm not going to be giving you tips on how to vote and things like that. Like I don't have much knowledge on that and you can learn that from people who do and organizations that do. And those are the resources I would try to link in the description and the show notes, but today I want to talk about like why I think if you have the power to vote in this US election, you should vote and then just like as someone who cannot vote like um but i'm still affected by these policies like what's going on in my mind so let's just start off with like why is voting important in a country with like 330 million people like you might think like okay like one vote like that's not going to matter but i was listening to this podcast by the new york times yesterday where they were talking about the 2000 election where some of the votes were recounted um and the race between um george bush and al gore was came down to the hundreds at a point where like a couple hundred votes could make all the difference and so that just made me think that oh your vote does matter and so you know just think about it like you think my vote doesn't matter i won't do anything that's the same thing as saying like me polluting the environment or me wasting water doesn't do anything um if everyone like if i stop wasting water but everyone else doesn't that doesn't do anything but it does right because it's making a small impact um in your eyes but then if we keep on adding um that impact from every individual that builds up to something and so it's the same thing with voting in my opinion and so it's just important to vote because it's a way for you to exercise your rights that people have fought for throughout history like women couldn't vote 
um for a long time and then obviously like black people couldn't vote for the longest time and now there are still systematic issues that prevent um bipoc communities and like uh, lower class communities from voting and so if you have the right and the privilege to vote it's just something that you should exercise because not everyone has that right not everyone has the right to call the shots almost in the nation that they are living in and so you know that's that's just like a basic reason that i think voting is important but i think voting is important and you must vote for the people who cannot vote right and so right now like i started the episode with saying like i'm a non citizen i came here on a visa i don't have a right to vote but i'm not salty about that right because i did come here on a visa so it's expected i'm not going to have a right to vote like that's just you know how it's expected i was on a student visa nothing you know too groundbreaking there but there are people um who are on the green cards um which is you know permanent residency and are waiting for the citizenship for years but haven't gotten it they cannot vote there are people who um live in puerto rico or uh, some of the other us territories which they are considered to be us citizens but they cannot vote in the presidential election they can vote in the primaries i'm pretty sure but not in the election that's next week itself but if they move to the us mainland that c- they can vote which doesn't make sense um for a couple of reasons the first reason being that if you're considered to be a us citizen and these policies are going to affect you and you still cannot vote like what what does that mean like you literally don't have the right to vote as someone who's a citizen on paper and secondly um i know there are americans and like people i'm going to have on my podcast who are like in europe who are in asia and they're americans and they're voting from there um and i'll have a video of like someone i'm going to have on my podcast soon and like she talks about how you can vote from abroad and so they can vote because they were born on the mainland but people like living in puerto rico or the virgin islands or so on even though they're citizens they cannot vote unless they're on the mainland and so i just think that's very strange and that's a big systematic issue um in of itself then we talk about um you know fel- people with felonies um and this depends state to state but this ranges from people who are sentenced um are in jail they cannot vote till the time they're in prison but then once they're out they can vote again all the way to like people cannot vote for their entire lives even if they've been, if they've left prison and what this has result and then there are some states um i think vermont's one of them where you can vote even if you're in prison or it it just has like lower restrictions on that and i think i think this is very problematic and like this is something we don't look into a lot is because there like you know there can be instances where um someone was convicted of a felony but then proven wrong like do their voting rights get instated um is there a lot of bureaucracy and red tape they have to go through i don't know the answer to that to be honest but i'm assuming yes like it just sounds like that and our prison and our policing system and our legal system is messed up anyway so i'm assuming the answer to that is yes and so they don't get to vote and so um there are so many populations like this that don't get to vote and so therefore like 
if you have the right and that privilege you should exercise it because it's affecting more than just you it's easy to say that i'm not going to vote um, because you know i don't like any of the candidates or this or that and i understand that like i empathize with that uh, but you're just like kind of contributing to taking away people's rights and i'm sorry like if you think differently i'm open to that conversation but it's pretty it's very true and i'm not even talking about myself here right because i'm not even a u.s citizen and so i obviously have like slightly lower rights than everyone um and like not everyone like anyone in general uh, in the u.s um but I'm talking about just other people who might also be U.S. citizens, um, but belonging to BIPOC communities and don't have the same rights as you do. So I think that's why um, voting is really, really important. I think, I think I can't, I can't finish this conversation without talking about South Asians and South Asian participation in politics. Um, so. You know, a lot of my friends here, they are um, of South Asian descent. Um, they're like Indian Americans or Pakistani Americans. Um, and they grew up in the U.S. Um, so we've had a very different experience. But we've talked a lot. Um, and from my conversations with them or just like Facebook groups I'm involved in, like South Asians are not very vocal uh, about the political views. Um, and then... We don't have a lot of South Asian representation in politics, like it's improving, but it's not that much. Um, and so I was just reading through this post on like um, this Facebook group I'm in back in June when the protests were going on in Minneapolis and the rest of the country um, because of the murder of George Floyd by the cops. And a lot of people were like, I'm frustrated because I don't see South Asians at these protests and at these rallies because these issues don't quote-unquote directly affect us. But if it was not for the civil rights movement, we wouldn't have been here. And I think that's such a good point. Like, we didn't have to fight then. Um, other people fought for us and now we can't stand up for them. And so I think as South Asians or a lot of immigrants um, especially within the Asian community like we think that if this issue doesn't affect us we can just stay silent and like go with things and I think that that's a bigger bigger topic than just like um, politics and voting um, that's just something that you know like to achieve the American dream you just have to stay quiet listen to your supervisor boss get the work done, done earn money and that'll achieve your dream and maybe that was true a few decades ago but it isn't true anymore like you have to be vocal because other you have to be vocal because otherwise like people's rights are just going to be taken away um day after day and so i was reading that post and just like other posts and people are like yeah like my parents like don't talk about politics or like if i'm being vocal they're like you know about politics or even social justice which is not political let's just say that um they're like why are you talking about this like don't you have better things to do and i think that's that's so weird um and obviously i like you know didn't grow up here but even in india like when i was growing up i didn't know a lot about politics like i only started learning when i came to the u.s and seeing the issues and the systems both here and there and even now when i try to talking try talking to some of my elders and my parents about it a lot of times it's like you know why are you worrying about that like it's not like we can do anything but we can do something and that's what we need to do and so i think like 
south asians as a whole we are not participating in these things and so if we're not vocally participating in like protests or like actively making change in the community the least you can do is vote if you have that right um and here i just want to uh, i just want to say a story that happened with me last winter break when i was flying back home to india so next to me there was this indian uncle and we were going to land to mumbai in mumbai in like 30 40 minutes um and we started talking and he was like yeah um i live in oklahoma now and i was like yeah i'm in minnesota like i came here for college and he's like oh i came here for college too 20 years ago and then i you know worked my way up and then he was talking about how like the work regulation system is messed up and how many hurdles we have to go through and i was like yeah like things haven't changed it feels like they've gotten worse under this administration blah 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 and then we're having that conversation i'm like like you know like the first time i'm having a conversation with an indian uncle where i'm being considered like equal and like you know it was a great conversation until he was like well i know you know like these work regulation things and stuff is hard but i'm not going to vote for the democrats because they're going to raise my taxes uh, and i'm going to vote for trump and i think like i'm not going to preach to you who to vote i think my views are pretty clear um but I mean don't want for Trump I'm going to, I'm just going to say that um he's a lot of things and none of those are good um he's chaos um so I so don't want for him but he said that that uncle said that and in my, and I didn't say anything at that point cuz we were about to land it was like 1:30 a.m. I was just really tired but in my head I was like you are someone who's an immigrant who went through the same issues i'm going frustrations with the political system with the legal system and now because things have worked out in your favor you're just forgetting the struggles you went through like how does that work and that just really shocked me but it also drove the point home that we are south asians like once things work our way we don't care we're like okay other people can deal with it the same way that we did but what if we just made things simpler and people didn't have to deal with it and like coming here to study is a privilege um and you know us dealing with that is very different from someone who has been wrongfully arrested and convicted of a crime or you know someone who has been murdered by the police like those are very very different situations and i would argue the latter ones are definitely more critical and so why not work towards making the world a better place and simpler for everyone and you know equalizing that field so i know that I got a little ranty as you can probably tell but that's why i think like i think south asian participation is a big problem and i would love to have someone on my podcast like from an organization who's working towards en- encouraging that participation and i think it's okay if i do that after the election right because politics doesn't end here and i'm sure the next few weeks are just going to be really really tiring and messy for all of us so This is going to be a quick episode as I mentioned but I just wanted to close off by saying like how have I been feeling um and it's I've been feeling weird um but let's backtrack a little bit like I came to the US in 2016 which is when the last election happened 
I had only been here for three, four months when Trump was elected as president. When I saw that campaign, I was like, why are these people electing him? Like, he just sounds really mean, really stupid, really sexist, really xenophobic, really racist, like all of those things. And at that point, I don't think, I think that he had more supporters Um from what I remember, and maybe he still has that amount of supporters, but feels like the narrative is shifting a little bit. But my four years in the US have been four years of Trump, and bearing four more years of that is just going to be insane. Like, you know, if I have to do that, um, and if I decide to do that, even in just like the past few months, because of COVID and everything, he has put in so many restrictions to immigration just to get votes. It's unreal he has tried stopping work visas green cards student visas everything he can go after and every day i see that news it just puts another stress on my brain like what am i even doing in the u.s this is not even worth it um and and it's just so bad for one's mental health just continuously having that on your mind and this is just one example of like a situation like that but imagine like other people you know going through bigger problems as i mentioned and so i have been feeling really nervous and anxious um over the past few months and frankly over the past four years but i think right now i'm at a point where i just want the election to be done as i said i can't do anything about it so i just want it to be done and then it's going to take a little while for the results to come in because of the number of mail-in ballots and stuff and i just want to know the results like who's going to be president like i just want to know i feel like we've gone through this process for so long that we are coming to a boiling point we just want to know and then you know see what's going to happen from there right and it's scary what's going to happen from there but that anticipation is is just terrible and so i think i think that's how i've been feeling um you know seeing the debates and laughing at what he says or seeing the flying pences like head it's funny but then it's so sad that you know these are how politicians are and i will acknowledge that us is not the only country like that like india has a lot of problematic politicians too and like we can explore that issue some other day um but right now this is this is what's on my mind and yeah it's frustrating it's scary it makes me anxious you know i might laugh at this sometimes but it's it's really scary um and it really like i have a very different perception of the us from when i first came in um and now and i don't know if this is a place i want to be long term but we'll see we'll see if that's even possible but yeah so this was a quick episode i just wanted to put this out to encourage you to vote if you haven't already i know that usps said that any mail in ba- ballots now onwards will likely not be counted so drop in your ballot if you can or if you feel safe enough um vote directly at the booths on election day i'll put the resource in the description box if you want to talk about anything if there's anything that i factually said that's incorrect i don't think there is but if there is just tell me i'm trying to educate myself here stay safe stay healthy um just you know take care of yourself and we'll be back next week with a new episode um maybe it depends really how i'm feeling after the election but i'll try to put out an episode to lighten up the mood so take care stay safe what if you can and if you haven't already i'll talk to you next time bye bye